building authentic relationships. Why, when, and how? Right here, right now on Air Brands Live. Are we there? Hello, we're here. We're Are we there. here? Are we everywhere? We're everywhere. Thank hello. goodness we're live. Hello, hello. Yes. Good morning. Yes, we're back. The usual, although we're missing some pieces, but we're back and we're happy to be here. How are you, Lisa Holbert? All right. I was waiting for that. <laughs> How are you guys? Are you coming down off of an amazing event on Friday? Oh, thank you for that. Yes, yes, yes. And that is a shining example of building authentic relationships. But Josh, how are you? We're going to get to all that. Good oh, stuff. I'm great. Thanks for asking. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so we did come off of an event, which seems like it was yesterday, but then at the same time, it feels like it was a year ago. That is absolutely <laughs> true. When Lisa said that we just came off, I was like, oh yeah, but it does feel like ages ago. Yeah, yeah. It's It, it was so much fun because uh, we see as we continue to build and as we continue the momentum of PodMax, uh, the same people keep coming back over and over and over. And what's happening as a result of that is relationships are building, trust is building, a family is growing. And it's really, really cool because someone who's here with us today, who's actually sitting in the virtual green room, is a part of that family. And uh, we want to celebrate today with her for a specific reason um, that we'll get to in a second. But yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we don't want to ruin this <laughs> surprise. Ruin it, but, right. but yeah, I mean, we can get into sort of uh, the details of what happened on Friday to keep everybody uh, updated. But um, I just wanted to talk about the the theme of today's show and you know we're going to take it wherever it goes but the gratitude uh, i'm sorry the abundance <laughs> i'm always like all over the place with abundance and gratitude but yeah authentic relationships stems from i believe and i did a presentation to of, about this to um to my my mastermind is it really genuinely starts with gratitude and when i started to practice each and every day being grateful for you know, life and being grateful for the air I breathe, being grateful for the home I live in, my family, just every day, constantly, constantly re reassuring and also reminding myself of what I'm grateful for. That was the gateway and the opening to an abundance mindset and always constantly fuses and complements the abundance mindset, which basically means in a nutshell, you don't have a scarcity mindset. You're not worried about things running out. You're not running to the supermarket and getting toilet paper. Uh, you're, you're, you're always confident and aware that there's abundance and there's enough for everyone. There's no competition here. So that is really sort of the beginning sort of folds into to authentic relationships and, and then just coming to people with that foundation and that healthy mindset really starts to create uh, curiosity in people you know, because you've got your stuff together and then now you can come to someone and say, how can I offer value in your life? Um, you know, I can, you're, you become a good listener as a result and you start to ask, dig, dig deeper and ask deep questions and people 
genuinely gravitate towards and love people who like to listen and like to understand what they're about and what their passions are and what they're warriors of. And then you start to be able to really form strong, deep, authentic relationships. So how do you guys feel about wow. everything I yeah. just the other side of that is uh, it's sort of a simple approach, but it often gets missed. And what you're saying, Eric, is as simple as this. If you find yourself um, in an angry, upset, frustrated, aggravated state, the opposite of that, like you pointed out, is to find the abundance, find the gratitude, find the appreciation. And the way you do it is to simply acknowledge and realize that you're not waiting for your external circumstances to change first, and only then will you feel the gratitude. Well, what am I going to feel gratitude for and appreciate? You know, when this changes or when I get that, then I will mm. feel that way. That is completely backwards and really preventing and um, inhibiting you from feeling that way and achieving everything that you dare want. The way it does work is when you first initiate those feelings of gratitude through any minuscule opening you can. You know what? I'm grateful for this coffee I have. Like anything as simple as right where you are now and then just start there. That's when the external starts to reflect and mirror that back to you. So it's not, well, I'm going to wait until my life changes and I get this and that changes and that adjusts. No, you have to show up first as that appreciative and grateful person in order to see the reflection in everything in your life. And my goodness, I'm living and breathing proof that the more you do it, the better life gets and can get. And uh, just proof is in the pudding. That's yeah. the way it works. So. I mean, we're going to we're going to continue this momentum and sort of this theme. And then, like I said, take it where it goes. Um, you know, Lisa, if you have anything to add, but I wanted to also say uh, everyone who's watching, listening, please, 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 you know, add your thoughts, add your comments to the chat here. This is an interactive show and we're more than happy to throw your comments on the screen, answer any questions or share any stories. Uh, so, yeah, please like, subscribe and share as always. But yeah, if Lisa, if you have Anything to add? Um, if not, then we're going to introduce our wonderful partner, friend, colleague, family into the fold because it is a big day for her. Yes. So I think she probably has gratitude today because of the big day it is for her. She's shaking her head. And I think she, yeah. So I think we should have her come in and, and share in the conversation and wish her. Ah, happy birthday. It's Kristen Olsen, Kristen Olsen, professional colleague, podcast host, uh, loyal uh, Pod Max uh, show host for us. You've been there, um, hasn't really been every single time since May. I think I missed one and I subbed for mm. you one, but I, I think there was one that yeah. I missed. But otherwise, we, yeah, we've been there and we're happy to be there. That's one wow. one major thing we have gratitude for. Absolutely. Oh, oh, I love it. Yeah. So tell us about your show. It's uh, we see the banner because you're a branding queen, no doubt. First of all, like we said, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Do you want to tell us what birthday you're celebrating? Yes. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. We're two hours away, so it's early uh, here in Colorado. It is my 40th birthday. Wow. Um, it's kind of crazy. Uh, I'm not big on like milestone birthdays because I genuinely love all birthdays and I celebrate them because I like any excuse just to celebrate. Um, 
life. So yeah, so we're we're excited about it, but uh, it's kind of crazy when you say something out loud and you think, "Man, what have I been doing for forty years?" Like, okay. Mm. Well, let me ask you this: as long as uh, because um, I know you well, you know us well, so I know you don't shy away from honest assessment, self assessment, and growth. Yes. Um, so so today you are forty. That is a milestone birthday for anyone. Um, a, how do you feel, quote unquote, about that? And, you know, five, 10, 20 years ago, was there something about a 40 year old threshold that now you're, you've arrived at that you felt a, a specific way about? Uh, well, man, that is a loaded question. How much time we got here? Bottle, <laughs> um, <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Uh, so it's early in the morning. I will try and take some time today to like deeply reflect. But you know, as your birthday is coming, particularly a, a milestone birthday, you you start to think about things and being like, oh, what what did I think when I was younger? Like, where do you see for yourself in twenty years? Is this what it is? Uh, I honestly, in high school, I was never the kid that's like. I'm going to be doing this and I'm going to be a millionaire and kids and this. I was just, all I thought about was freedom and just being able to do whatever I want. I hated that, you know, I, I needed permission to do stuff and an ID to get into a club and like just these boundaries. And as I've gotten older and really learned about myself, um, you know, honesty and transparency is my number one core value and independence is number two. So being and having that freedom is really deeply important to me. So at 40, when I think about uh, even the past like couple years, I've really like professionally, like we've had to just jump through some hoops and learn a lot. And I, I even like, you know, into this year, as crazy as 2020 is, I, I feel the most free to, to tackle the next opportunity that I ever have before. And I think my young self would see my 40 year old self and be like, Oh, perfect. That's exactly mm. what you need and what you want for you. Um, and, and it's so funny, the years leading up to it, were kind of like these, you know, hit the wall, get back up, hit the wall. And it's like stuff my young self probably knew, but my older self, you know, as you get into like jobs or situations or relationships or whatever, and you, you kind of veer off from your authentic self. Um, now at this time, I think I'm right back in alignment. And, and truthfully, this isn't a testament to that because I do think, you know, we are like-minded as, as different as we may all be. Um, you know, we're on this mission to share the gospel of podcasting and gratitude and, and the good word. So, uh, I think I'm in alignment. Um, but that, okay. that answer your question. <laughs> yeah. Many That's an fold. amazing answer. Right. I mean, 40 is a, is a big number, but it's really all, it's all perspective, right? It's all yeah. how, and like, if you look at it with gratitude, um, there's so much more to do. Look how much you've done in just 40 years. Imagine what the next 40 will be. Mm. Well, that's just it. There's, I have this kind of like, I don't want to say anxiety, but like general consciousness of like, are we doing enough? What's going on? Yeah. And you know, as you get older, you're like, no, slow down. Everything's on time. And the other side of me is like, F that. Let's, so bitch, let's get to work. What's <laughs> going so on? Um, so that's the tumor against tequila. Like, no, we're zened out. We're chilling. And I'm like, that. what? Get up. Pour <laughs> some tequila. Let's lock and load. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I love I, I love the discrepancy, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, the two sides of everything in life, really. Yeah. Yeah. There is always a healthy balance, right? And that's acceptable. And once you're aware of it and you, you, and you know, oh, this is part of the process. There's a side of me that's really scared and unsure. And there's a side of me that's like, no, I know all the answers and I can help everybody. Um, but you're right. You, you guys, uh, you know, just going back to what happened to us all on Friday, uh, when Hal Elrod shared a ton and, you know, just, just so enlightening and inspiring and his message and everything he brings to the table. But one thing that he, I don't know if I mentioned this during the conversation, but he said something in there that changed the way I approach things in my family. 
and maybe, you know, the same for you guys, hopefully, he's starting to talk in terms of when I'm 100 years old and how old his kids are going to be. He's like, oh, so I think I did the math and like my, my daughter's going to be 67 or something. Yeah. And it's like all this stuff. And I started doing the math and I'm like, that's kind of cool to think of it. Now I'm telling them this. Now I'm like, hey, you know, when I'm 100 and, you know, you're, we're celebrating my 100th birthday, you'll be this age and and your sister will be this age. It's kind of like manifesting it, but sure. it's it's kind of cool to kind of think in those terms. And it's just to your point, uh, Kristen, that, you know, like, man, we're still young. We got a lot of light. We got a lot of fight in us to keep going and going and going, especially if we're drinking a lot of turmeric and tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, just to kind of play the other side of that, it's, you know, unfortunately, I've lost some friends that were really, really young. Mm. And that always, you know, anytime you lose something massive or something, you know, significant happens in your life, I think you're forced to uh, gain some perspective and reflect, or at least I hope so, and find, you know, some positive. And so it's always kind of been in the back of mind with those, those young losses, uh, young humans that, you know, sometimes it's not quality or quantity, it's quality. So if they only had, you know, 27, 28 years or 24, you know, you think about that impact. Like when I had a conversation with Bertiti and she lost her son and we talked about the impact he had in her life for, you know, just his 17 years. Mm -hmm. um, I do think it's so important to have that mindset and that manifestation of like, here's me at a hundred and the present mind of mm -hmm. it. What if I don't get to a hundred? Like, what am I doing right now that really matters if I only get yes. to 42 or 45 or 60, or maybe I'm 123. I don't know. 23 is my lucky number, Jordan. Um, so that's what we're going to go for. But, you know, it's, it's kind of, a, again, I think that balance of keeping the mindset of like, yes, a hundred, but also don't waste your time because you might not have a hundred. And so like, again, let's, mm -hmm. let's keep good humans in our world and our, our purpose in the forefront of our space, because we don't really know what, when the clock's going to ding for all of us. This is why I carry this in yeah. my pocket it's a gold coin that says Memento Mori, which is from the uh, Stoic brand. Yes. Um, and, it, and it literally translates to mean, remember, you will die. And some might think that that's morbid and dark. I find it light and energizing because it's, it's exactly what you just spelled out. And every time I feel this and see this and touch mm -hmm. this in my pocket, it reminds me that Life is fleeting for all of us, even best case scenario at 100 or living to 123 in your case, Kristen, um, <laughs> there's no guarantees. And because I have found my wake up uh, some years ago through the eyes of my children, I'm now uberly aware that, my goodness, there's no guarantee anything could happen to any one of us at the drop of a hat. And now is the only time we have to do anything. So remember this, that no matter how it's sliced, you will die. So put that into perspective for yourself. Figure out what's important right now. There's no reason to not act on what we know our, our darn full potential is that I've always known but resisted, which was the very cause of angst, anger, confusion, and frustration because I was resisting that potential and sitting on the sidelines. So what, you think you're going to feel good about that? Of course you're not because that's not why we're here. So only these days when I'm able to step in and produce and come out swinging at every single moment, that's when life really feels good. Yeah. Uh, what made you get that coin? I'm, I'm curious. 
Um, I, I fell into, through all of my, uh, personal development and self growth and awareness work and reading, I came across Ryan Holiday, who's a big proponent of the, the stoic way of life, which is basically saying, um, every it's, it's big mantra is basically the idea that, that everything happens for you, not to you look for the best in, in all situations, even the on paper tragic can have some sense of good in it. And it's our responsibility to take the responsibility and make the best of every single situation for our best life. And, um, reading his work, uh, and, and I continue to uh, indulge in the Stoic philosophy these days. Um, and uh, like I said, Ryan Holiday um, created this this coin Can I see through that, that philosophy. And, I don't uh, really remember I back in the Podmax that Mac something that had struck me. The Podmax that Matt Higgins was our keynote. He specifically mentioned this whole concept, and I remember you took out the coin, Josh. That's right. Um, and that was powerful because, because you do hear it some places, but to see it kind of in that physical representation, um, I like that because it really becomes real. It's a reminder. Yeah. And for, and for anybody watching, it's about a $30 coin to me, completely worth the thing to be able to hold on to, um, all of my days. Uh, you get it at the uh, the Stoic store or daily I, Stoic. I just going to put it into universe. This better be a sponsor of yours. They better be <laughs> strategic partnerships here. You know, it's not about the fitness necessarily, but, you know, you can go where it's natural. Yeah. Well, Ryan Holiday is huge. Yeah. You know, I, I know, Eric's. You, you, you've you read his other work. Yes. The, um, yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's good. I, I say the, the audio book um, is is actually better which book spell it oh uh, shoot what the heck is uh the um somebody please help me here my, i'm drawing a blank his book the um, the, um, the, the way uh what's it called yeah the uh the something is the way we're both blank yeah young jake help us the obstacle anyway, is the way the obstacle is the way the thank, you. thank you so <laughs> at the end of the audiobook the obstacle is the way and you can't do this in the the written form i guess you could but uh there's a surprise at the end spoiler alert he has a two and a half hour, maybe close to three hour conversation with Tim Ferriss. And to me at the time of my life was more, <laughs> I got more out of that conversation. Um, and I've listened to it multiple times. So yeah, if, if you're into the stoic sort of concept or want to know more about it, definitely uh, the Ryan holiday book, the obstacle is the way and skip to the interview and then you can listen to the rest of the book. Um, but, but uh, I wanted to, since we're so deep here in this philosophy stuff and also, um, you know, I wanted to, to to remind everyone, you know, please, you know, add some ideas. We want to hear your thoughts and, uh, you know, you can affect the conversation and the flow of this whole uh, discussion. So but uh, but knowing a bit about Kristen here and I love your philosophy behind and this is so deep and that's why I want to bring it up. The rea that you say reality is nothing more than an applied meaning. Yeah. Can you can you explain that? Well, anyone, I love that we just dove into philosophy and this is kind of the unintentional poke with turmeric and tequila. Like it, it sounds simple. And uh, I have what, you know, I call HBT's heavy basic tendencies, uh, you know, Botox and bleach and all the things. However, it stems <laughs> from- uh, We got to get into your world here. Know the acronyms. Yeah, you know, jump, jump in. Um, it, Botox, it, it stems from really, you know, it, 
philosophy, like really old school philosophy. If anyone's, you know, unpacked Aristotle, um, you know, any of them, you, you kind of get to this baselining of, and some of them you need to like really dig in and, and read a lot around, but this, that, it, you know, everything's made up. It is what you make it. And reality is nothing more than applied meaning. And it's very ironic. I think universe does have a sixth sense of humor. And I always say universe, God, Madonna, whatever you believe. Um, in how you're creating what you do. So it's funny that I kind of stumbled into branding. I talked about my core values earlier, which was a whole other thing I impact. I always take suggest people dig into their themselves and what they really want to do and all that as they get older, because that reveals so much and so much more understanding for yourself. Uh, but it was honesty and uh, transparency, number one, number two, independence, number three, creativity. So it's funny that I got into branding and like creating and, you know, kind of sharing my world and, and helping other people share theirs and strategic partnerships and whatnot. Uh, and then this point of philosophy really resonated. Reality is nothing more than applied meaning. So as a branding professional, we're creating these things. And I saw the power of marketing. And, and I've talked about this before, but our young humans consuming digital media in particular at an all-time high, and that's creating the reality. So you know, this is a cup because society's told me this is a cup. This is champagne because they told me, you know, this could be squirrel or whatever we call it. And, <laughs> that, you know, this book that becomes what it is. So we are quite literally creating our realities and we're perceiving the world according to, you know, social and cultural norms. So if we can recognize that power and we can have this uh, aware conversation around it, well, how much power do we have to really shift what's going on? If we can get in front of our young humans and say, yes, and marketing, they're telling you, no, this Coca-Cola, it's good. And it's like, mm, okay, but that's also packed with sugar and this yeah. presents this lifestyle to you. But in reality, that's a $10,000 dental bill, you know, a heart disease situation and whatever. Um, we can really start to shift what is real. So then you go back to philosophy of the 1800s and they're telling us what we need to know now in 2020. So I think it's this really awakening and awareness of timeout. We do, we, we, just like you said, we can step out of victim mentality of worlds happening to me. We can start creating what we want and help create this positive world for what's around us and for the people, our, again, our young humans that are coming up. Um, we're getting all the cliches this morning. The champagne's not even open yet. So, <laughs> you know, stand by. Um, but that's that's kind of where the base of it was. So really it's, it's to shift and start, you know, to really tell the truth, again, particularly to our young people saying like, listen, I'm in the marketing world. I see the messages coming at you. It's not all bad. We're here to highlight the good. And let's have some personal awareness and personal responsibility to be like, mm, that's actually not good. What's really going on? I love that. Wow. So powerful. I mean, I mean, it's super deep, uh, but 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 you reminded me of a conversation I had. I was on someone's show yesterday and at the end of it, I don't think I don't know if it was on the show or it was off the mic, but he was like, do you feel like you're adding to the distortion, like the social media distortion, like the, the confusion because you're the media and no one ever asked that of me. And, and I was like, you know, yeah, there's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of people putting stuff out there and everybody wants to be heard. Um, but couldn't we put the good stuff out? You know, couldn't we, you know, I mean, even though there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of bad. So we have to sort of counter it with like, with you, Kristen, and, uh, you know, being a, a voice and a champion of our brand and your brands and, you know, vice versa, we do the same for you. And then it's like, we create this reverberation, right? We, we sort of just, we disrupt all the bad and we disrupt what's being put out there. Hopefully we break through. There you go. You know? Yeah. So yeah, super deep, right? Early in the morning, but we're talking some philosophical <laughs> mind bending well, stuff. It's great. 
I want to lean on that just a little bit because it, it's kind of crazy again with the influencer world. And it's weird to like, you see influencers, we printed shirts that said influencers just to poke the bear because that's funny and everyone's an influencer. But on the flip side, everybody's an influencer. You, so you really have to take pride in your voice because you don't know who's listening. However, and I think I'm most of you guys can relate to this. Once you do step in front of the mic, you do have a little bit of that imposter syndrome of like, oh, social media, like, do I really know? What am I talking about? What's going on? Like, I see, you know, million followers, this and that. And, you know, do we need to put on a swimsuit and gain followers, which we're never doing that. But, you know, just to play devil's advocate. Um, we're not going that. You're turning 40. You don't know, you know. Uh, well, that's true. You do never know. But, yeah, okay. What? <laughs> we're open to whatever. Again, God, Universe Madonna has in store. Um, but it's, you've got to like have that confidence and self-belief to like step in front of the mic, embrace a little bit of that imposter syndrome because it's happening to everyone. And then know that what your, your value and your light is valuable is disrupting the noise. And I mean, I could say this about every single one of you, like, thank God you are on the mic and, you know, shining it on the world that's out there because this is what the world needs. Well, you know, my story, my whole deal was that I knew I had that that capability and perhaps that responsibility as we all say and do. But I was so, so scared of how people were going to react to that, that they were going to, you know, shut me down. And I wouldn't have been strong enough to, um, to sort of stand up and stick up for my values and my beliefs that I just said nothing. And I think that that's really at the core of why people wouldn't be sharing their thoughts on a broader scale. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, maybe that's also one good thing about getting older is you just start to give less shits. So, like you're like, okay. <laughs> that's so true. And then yeah. you're like, you know, I just, we've already run that lap. So say what you got to say. You find <laughs> your voice and you really don't care if the person who's listening, you know, it's, it's your voice. Totally. And it's your thoughts. Yeah. And you know, that's, that is, that's a very true statement. So wait another 10 years, Kristen. And uh, wow. <laughs> I know, that's, I'm already, we're saving for the Botox budget. Cause you know, we just, it goes up every year. So uh, that's real. But I, you know, and that's I think real. <laughs> the vulnerability that goes with that, like as a society, kind of going back to the philosophy, we're not really taught particularly in America and actually in a lot of societies to be vulnerable, to be open. And now it's kind of on the flip side where it's like influencer tier at a hard day. And that's the most, um, but was there any one point for you guys where it's like, you had to be super vulnerable, but then it was just like a major win and like it opened a door of, you know, everything else moving forward. I mean, Josh talks I, about it. Yeah, all the time. I mean, I yeah. think uh, I think my absolute current life, including the past twelve months, certainly the past three to six months, certainly the past three to six weeks, certainly the past three to six days and hours. I mean, literally in real time here, what we're experiencing and what I'm experiencing through through my life, through my business, through my personal life, the growth that I'm experiencing is a direct relation and result from who I am on the inside and coming uh, into the the public as and displaying. So to answer your question, by 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 really embracing who I am and what I'm capable of and putting some of that into strategic action gives me and produces the exact result that makes literally makes life worth living. So I'm experiencing it in real time right now. Yeah. No, the, the, the power of podcasting too, Kristen, to answer your question from my perspective, uh, allowed me and gave me the platform to first 
the intention was to create thought leadership platform, credibility, right? Uh, open opportunities for me to to meet people and have conversations with people that I otherwise would never have that opportunity to have, to to do. So, um, but then I started to notice it was kind of, for lack of a better word, becoming therapy in a, in, in a sense that uh, as I was experiencing things real time, like Josh said, I was putting it out there. And oftentimes, you know, my team here could could attest to this. I would I would I would lose it. I would cry on the show or I'd get very emotional and um, not with any intention of like, yeah, I'm putting this out there, you know, because I was raised from a very machismo dad. He was like, hey, don't cry. Men don't cry. Get up. Get up. You know, scratch that off. You're not hurt. You know, all the stuff that we're sort of against now as we've evolved as a, the following generation. Um, so so putting myself out there and even with my team, I get so emotional, especially thank goodness, Lisa, we don't have our team huddles before pod max. Like we used to remember we would gather in oh the main goodness. room yes. and there would be a dozen of us like, you know, and then I would do a lot of little rallying speech. Actually my team, the leaders will do the speech and then I'll at the end go, I'll say something and then I'll just start crying. I love um, you. But yeah, <laughs> I love you guys. Um, but yeah, I think that, um, if you put yourself out there and, and you show people that vulnerability, it gives them permission, right, to to do the same. Which, man, then that creates some 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 wonderful conversations, trust right off the bat. And yeah, it's just why not all day? You know who's a good example of it? James Altucher. When when I started to follow him, I was like, man, this guy really puts it out there to the point where it's like, is this hurting his brand? Because he was he'd put out. I mean, he was like, this guy's kind of he he needs some serious therapy or something because he was always putting out all of his issues and his thoughts and his insecurities. Um, but no, I think that really exploded his brand. Like people love the vulnerability and the idea that this mega successful guy is a mess. He's flawed, just like me, just like you. It's just so wonderful how many things come about just being open and being vulnerable. Yeah. And well, I think I, to, to okay. add to that, to add to those two is that being vulnerable also is sometimes asking for help. In, in what I mean is, you know, if you if you are looking for something in your business, if you're looking for someone that might have a different tool, a different connection, and you ask, that's being vulnerable because they could say no, or they could not answer, they could not respond, and I think you if you do ask that's, you know, that's kind of breaking down a wall. Like I'm worthy enough to ask and I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask, you know, ask for assistance, ask for cooperation, ask for a referral or a recommendation or, and you don't know how that can tenfold. Um, you know, I, and I, I think the example of, for me personally, ask reaching out to James and, and kind of taking a risk, um, has led to all these other relationships. And then, you know, Kathy Sharp Ross meeting her. I mean, she's, you know, kind of, they're all in the same circle, but she has all these other elements that uh, I connect with. And, you know, it's been really eye-opening. And that's really just from being vulnerable and saying, well, let me just give it a shot. Yeah. And I think that's, that is the really powerful piece too. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think that, um, you know, the more what I always loved about sports is like you have to show up and complete you compete. You might lose. You might drop the ball. You might look like a total idiot. Like something might happen, but you get used to it. Um, so I've always tried to bring that to my adult life. Like Man, this yeah. podcast could go. Really I love bad. that you love sports, Kristen. Too. <laughs> well, I had three younger brothers, so there was there was yeah. no option. Um, 
<laughs> I genuinely do. I mean, I've my first company was a lacrosse company. We really focused on fostering life skills through sports, particularly for my young women, you know, teamwork, getting along, wow. letting go of this caddy situation that's going on, mean girl stuff. Like we got it, we're evolving here. Mm. Um, but it's it's such a good practice to again get back to your young self and be like, just put it out there. And the more I want I don't want to say you get good at rejection, but it's kind of like, okay, bye next. Mm. Like go to the next thing. And and then just like you said, it, it's when you get to the other side when you do get the yes, it's so worth whatever you had to put out there and, and, and potentially look foolish or feel insecure or feel that rejection because, you know, the right thing did come through at the right time. Um, but that's hard. I will say at 40 vulnerability is probably something I've got to work on the most. And the podcast, just like you said, Eric has been phenomenally healing and, you know, exposing for me to be like, guess what, girlfriend, if you're going to expect this of your guests, you got to meet them there. So here we go. Well, you said also you like Michael Jordan, right? Number 23. Yes. He, yeah. His big quote is you miss, you will miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't mm -hmm. take. Yep. And yeah. I think that is such a life lesson. It's something I try and share with my sons. Like, you know what? Give it, you, if you don't take the shot, you're never going to know. Yeah. But make it. Yeah. And I, I think it's good for, our, again, our young humans to build those coping mechanisms. Like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, rub some dirt on it, get emotional, what you got to do, but also come on, get back out there, learn how to do this. Like, I think we're a little too, and I, I'm not a parent, so I don't get parenting advice, but I, as a, I coached for 10 years or however long and, you know, let harder because then you got to manage the parents and that's a whole other podcast, but um, <laughs> the, the young humans, the kiddos I'm here for, uh, but no, it's, it's, like I said, it's good practice and we need those coping mechanisms of, yeah, dude, you failed, get your helmet, get back out there. Love that. Yeah. Put that back up with Larry. Thanks for always tuning in, Larry. Another Larry. member of the Podmax fam. Yeah. I've seen the more vulnerable you allow yourself to be, the more opportunities you have to grow. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Um, and real, this is very serendipitous. My podcast with Larry, I just posted it today on Tumor and Tequila. That uh, came out one big win. So here we are, universe, <laughs> laughing at us. It's out there. The best. I love when that happens. Yeah. But yeah, I um I, I think there's just just so much, you know, we're constantly learning and we're constantly uh, you know. We, we, we're blessed because we have platforms, right? We've created these platforms for ourselves and, 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 and businesses in order to help others. Um, Kristen, in your business, I know you, you're, you're aligned and you, you do a lot of what we do, um, which is funny because, uh, you know, it, it, we all have basically the same core values and the same sort of, uh, approaches to solutions. Uh, there's, there's something that you mentioned, um, that you, you say that uh, opportunity cost is real. Mm -hmm. And I just want to get a little bit into business so people out there can start to get something out of this outside of, you know, the the mindset. We always talk mindset, especially during these times and all this crazy stuff. We really felt like we had to lean into that strength of ours, talking about mindset and really trying to help people as they try to see through the fog. Um, but let's get into some of the business. So so you you mentioned opportunity cost is real. And, and so is saying yes to the moment. You want to expand a little bit on that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, you got to be careful what you put out there because it will come back to you. Mm. Uh, yes, I actually, one of my favorite collegiate moments, again, I was a collegiate athlete, so I was there to play sports and not for the business school. Although I told my parents the opposite um, because I wanted to travel 2000 miles to go on a better team and walk on versus take a scholarship. Anyways, 
uh, one of my econ, it was like econ 102 or 201 or something early on. And the professor had us write a, an essay for a potential extra credit and he would bump our grade up from like, it was a B minus to a B plus or, or a B minus to a B or something. And I remember sitting there being like, yo, we're definitely doing the extra credit opportunity. That's real. And I kind of pulled back and he's like, what have you learned in econ? And I'm sitting there like, yo, all of our business classes were like at 7 a.m. So we were coming like from a practice to that. So I had like shin bags on, ice bags on my shins. And, in, you know, retired from practice. I was probably eating a bagel, falling asleep in my chair. And I'm thinking like, okay, what the F did I learn at 7 a.m. in econ? And it was actually like one of my most reflective moments because I, I talked about opportunity cost and uh, again, young self coming into play. I was like, it's so real. You can't do everything. You're you're constantly giving up something to do something else. And that's always stuck in my brain. And I wrote, you know, a quick blurb to him. And he's like, this is actually one of the best, you know, responses I've ever read. And again, this I was not an econ student. We're still we, we switched to communication, ironically enough, and it worked out. Um but he was like, this is one of the best ones I've read. You really understand opportunity costs. And again, here we are. It's so real. Like we only have so much time and energy. If you're giving time and energy to something, it's not going to something else. On the flip side, you have to be super present knowing that you're giving up these costs. So you have to say and know when to say yes to the moment and saying this is worth it. So this constant balance of thinking of I'm, I'm, I'm giving up something to do this and what a blessing this is. I'm say yes to the moment. This feels right. Let's not overthink it and let's go with it. Um, so again, it's that balance, but that constant mindset of I'm giving this up and I'm saying yes to this because I know it's right. I'm in alignment and and we're here. I just want to take a quick, um, a quick side stop here for a second. Kristen, it seems like you always talk about yourself in the plural. You say we switched majors. I I, well, I have multiple personalities, so that's. <laughs> um, I yeah, I don't know. I it's, it's kind of like when I said humans, people are like, why do you say that? And I think I just, I just do. Like I just say, I think it's just the authentic brand. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like varsity. That's how that kind of happened. For, uh, it, that speaks volumes to me. I'll answer for you, and okay. then you could, and then as the cancer <laughs> comes, I'm going to buy you some time here. What the it, plural? The royal we. So there's the royal we, but then also whenever Kristen says it, and I do this a lot too, and Josh has pointed it out, that uh, we, we have teams. And we right. Have but she was we talking about- No, I know. She was talking but about- But I think right, she's switched, so yeah. accustomed exactly. to it. Right, right. But what's yeah. cool about yeah. that is she always knows there's a, she's one of the whole. She's one piece yeah, of the whole. Right. Nothing is done in isolation. It's, it's deep. No, it's yeah, deep. And I, even go. if she's doing subconsciously, it, it speaks volumes to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to go to the bathroom. I get it. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> well, that's- Yeah, women do that. We all know. Well, we that's the woman thing. <laughs> we yeah, have to support yeah. each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, Wait, that, that squad. Very right. <laughs> this is very basic. I don't know. And I apologize if people already know this, but I think I heard this recently that uh, that's inherent in women because of, if you go back to the, the caveman days, women had to travel in packs like that for protection, especially because mm. they were vulnerable Travel when going to the bathroom and doing things like that. So they had to like protect each other. And be all eyes all over the place. Have each other's oh, backs, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I think that speaks a lot about your your athletic, you know, being an athlete, mm. um, team you know, player, team player. It wasn't about just you. I mean, you could be the best on the team. LeBron's the best, but you know, Michael was the best, but he wasn't going to do it without Scotty or you know, this year without Anthony Davis. I mean, you have to have other people in your on your court on your team yeah. to be successful and you know, and your teachers, your parents, your friends, you know, the, the advisors, you know, tutors, whatever it was, it's a, it's a, we, we, everyone helps each other. And I think 
in life and teamwork and business. We all have to help each other. And that I think that comes back to relationships, Eric, that you kind of started with. Yeah. It's it, the relationships that we build help us grow and help our businesses grow. Yeah. yeah. And we certainly bring that to even our PodMax day of events. We acknowledge right. all the time that while um, while Eric and I might be on the front lines here, you know, we have you, Lisa, we have Jake, we have Devin pulling their weight, doing your stuff day of to make it just look, just look effortless. Yeah. 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 It's, thank you for answering that. You guys, it's, I mean, quite literally the team example. Um, and it's funny because I said second core value is uh, independence. Yeah. How much, you know, the, the team is, you know, I'm one of four for, you know, my family, my siblings, and that's deep family. And then, you know, as a competitor, I tried to do individual versus team for CrossFit. It kind of never worked out. So it's like I was battling out of alignment um, because that team piece really does run so well. And anyone that's like competed alone or done it business by themselves, it's always so much more fun with the team and mm. you can go back and celebrate and mm. somebody identifies with that win and you get to like have that deep bond. Um, the team, I mean, as humans, I think that community piece is so critical. So thanks for answering the why on the we. <laughs> the why on the we. Because I get it. Identify with it totally. And um, it just, it's, it's, it's strange when you hear it, but it feels right when you're saying it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's funny. I just wanted to because you because we go we go into sports and while you guys were talking, it's interesting that we bring up Michael Jordan for a quick second. <laughs> Is that the you know obviously you know the a legend and an icon and uh, changed the face of that um, that sport uh, in my time in my era. But um, it's funny how he wore the number twenty three. But meanwhile, all these greats that people like to compare and debate who's better, LeBron wears number twenty three, and so does so did Kobe. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, how funny is that? Like he, he's obviously the goat, the yeah. greatest of all time, because those other greats wear his number. Did Jordan wear someone else's? I don't know who originally wore the 23. I think it was him. I think it was him. He was 45 when he came out of retirement. Right. right. That's true. That didn't count. No, that's a, yeah, that, that was, was like a little asterisk in his career. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and kind of to bring it back to like where you're talking about business, uh, and I don't want to simplify an otherwise deeper point, but influencer marketing, like you don't know how much the impact is having mm. until where you're literally rocking the brand and you are that because you're consuming it on the daily. So Ooh, I, um, I don't know if who was who was before that, but um, there's only one Michael Jordan. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. And you know, it's funny you say that because the 23 became a brand, right? It became oh, sure. swooped in. You already know. Jumping it was in. right. Yeah. It was integrated oh. into his everything. And what's funny about that. And I love that you say that rocking the brand because people and I talked to Josh about this the other day. Don't wear a T-shirt or a logo because they like the way it looks. They wear it because it, they love the way it makes them feel. They mm -hmm. love what did I do? What did what does it mean? What is the meaning behind that brand? And what is the culture behind that brand? And people rock your brand because they identify with what yeah. you've created, what it makes them, what it does for them and the people around them. Does it inspire them? You know, like the Nike swoosh or whatever it is. And for in our case, people are rocking the Podmax brand, which is awesome. Like we yeah. walk around. I remember we were at an event. Remember this, Lise? We were we were we were hosting an event. We were helping to run something. And this somebody turned around, he made eye contact with me. He's in the audience of hundreds of people. And he literally opens his shirt up and he shows me the on-air brands logo. And he winks at me. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That's impact, like, man. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. And then you, and you guys get it with sports too, right? You, you see someone wearing your team. You're like, you don't even know them. You're like, what's up? You high five. And everybody's like, you know, we're family. It's just amazing. Like how you can create something out of nothing when it comes to brand. And it's so positive. I think, you know, that's, it's cool to see where business is switching. Like you just said on the example of the quote unquote influencer that you were talking about where you're like, is this too much? Is it too vulnerable? Is this working against his brand? Well, you know, we're in this pivot in society where no, it's time to be real. It's time to be authentic. You start to see, you know, Toyota, Coca-Cola really embrace the human size, human side of their, of what they're doing and humanize the brand of where these old school traditional tactics of polished and this and that and everything's perfect to here's the owner here's the ceo here's the you know journey he or she went through to get it. and like they started to really be real because our young people our young consumers are experiencing the world different and they have all this exposure you know all the time on so many mediums they want to see the truth so you start to see big brands starting to be more transparent and tell the truth so it's you know this very blurred line of reality and marketing and these big dogs, the big money, big pharma, big food, big whatever, kind of creating and controlling our realities, but now being held accountable by our young consumers because they'll call it out. And it's a real upside to um, social media and some of, you know, all these digital platforms that are happening in podcasting in particular. It's a pretty powerful time for people like us to step in and say like, okay, it's, you know, it's our, it's our business and it's about the branding, what have you, but really it is cliche, but it's about making the world a better place and having this opportunity to share our message message and then you wake up and see somebody in your t-shirt like <laughs> what? that's amazing that's cool yeah yeah because we, we you know the we're, we're, we're sort of debating in here the, the power the, the good and the bad the pros and the cons of social media uh, well social media has allowed people like us to have our own brands right whereas when we were growing up uh because we're all sort of the same generation uh it was coke and pepsi you know it was nike it was the big brands that that really existed and there were no small brands and if they were you know it was very local but um i mean they it's funny if you think about the campaigns back in the day like have a coke and a smile or we are the world you know like they 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 knew to pull on the heartstrings so that oh. people would be or, or or aligning with Jordan with Nike and like making sure, Absolutely. right? I mean, and we sort of do that, right? We brought Hal Elrod in, aligned with yeah. his brand. So we're taking from the big dogs and learning and 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 applying it to our little worlds. It's pretty cool. Well, you, hey, you got to recognize the game. It's okay. You're a commodity. <laughs> I was a commodity in college when I was playing lacrosse. Like if I got injured, which I did, and you can't play, you don't get paid. You don't get scholarship. Like mm. they just keep me on. But you got to recognize what it is and don't be mad about it. Be part of it. And, and yeah. you know, take your laps, take notes and recognize what they're doing. And then recognize, again, opportunities at hand. Things are shifting. We're still on the ground level. We're seeing what's happening, you know, on this grassroots level where, you know, the Nikes, the Cokes, what have you, they're a million miles ahead. So, you know, we have an edge on the game in my opinion as a professional and as you know we'll say a young budding podcaster um that we're in the mix and we're on the front lines so yeah. I, I don't know i think it's it's okay to yeah you're getting monetized okay and digital world you talk you watch the um social dilemma how they're tapping into our young humans and, and old humans alike of our thoughts and reality like okay noted i see you and we're going to talk about it we're going to come with it mm -hmm. and and use you in in exchange do you guys know um bill withers use me up one of my favorite songs ever oh uh, really uh, seriously can we, can we no. sing it I, i'm sure if i heard i don't know if we're allowed to sing it, oh, it it's like bluesy it's like go ahead and use me up because i'm going to use you too it's a positive mm -hmm. song but it's like okay. 
you know, use me like to my theme to the world for myself is like, go ahead, use me up, whatever I got, whatever I talents or any contribution I can go come with it, come with me and any resource I can take from that to fuel me to give back. Like we're here. It's this reciprocal situation. Um, I can't believe you guys don't know Bill Withers. Okay. Well, well, I know who he is, Fashion we'll item. Okay. Yeah. but it's, it's a good gym. Check yeah. it out. I am going to put a copy of the link because somebody's asking, Edwitch is asking, what about my shirt? Here's a link to our store. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Feel see, free to grab up. whatever you want. Uh, yeah, yeah. On Air Brands swag is always available here. Uh, and this is how I think I see a lot of people. Uh, I see, I get emails constantly. They're like, congratulations. Someone just picked up this, that. I'm like, whoa, someone bought an, uh, someone who, who was probably somebody inside bought a, ask me about my podcast shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But and yeah. then we got the, um, we got, I got coffee mugs at home. Uh, we just got our newest hat. That OAB Ooh, hat yeah. is sharp. I wore yeah. it two weeks ago on the air. Um, you know, it's so funny because this morning driving into the studio, I, I literally had the thought that I want to get a second OAB hat because I wore the hat once. Um, and with the stickers. Yeah. And, and I love the way it looks like, I love the way it looks. To the point that I put it like in the corner mm. now as like not to touch it because yeah. I don't want it to get ruined. So I'm like, I think the I solution the here is I buy a second hat that I wear and I could bring yeah. out and it's then just so keep one. It's, I know it's very I, I'm dorky, doing it though. I'm but doing I want it a too. second hat. It's yeah. such a dorky thing. Yeah. It's like uh, what, what we nerds used to do and, and some of my friends still do buy uh, three action figures one to keep in the box yeah. right one to play with <laughs> and then and then one but i forgot what the third one was but there's yeah, yeah it's the same thing. so i guess what i should Collector. do is just wear it i oh, went to sell that was the third one. Oh yeah one yeah sell. rock it man you gotta i, I, I could wear it constantly and then if it and then if it gets ruined just then buy a new one there you no, go then yeah. it's vintage and you charge more for it you put vintage. it back on yourself. right yeah, yeah. yeah. no i think off. People overlook the power in just your apparel. I mean, again, social media yeah. is everyone's doing the influencer selfie thing. Perfect. Myself included. Um, but the, the, where you, what you walk around in and your own personal billboard, it's, I, I really don't even like seeing the brand because it makes it so businessy, but truthfully that messaging, that opportunity to represent who you are is a big mm. deal and people are paying attention. They see it. Oh yeah. True. Do we have a Podmax hat or just OAB right now? Just OAB. Just OAB right now. Okay. It just looks so good. Oh my god, it's there. sharp. It's sleek <laughs> yeah, black it's okay. with the with the white Wear trucker. It. Yeah. Podmax got a lot of love on the swag uh, level, right? With those jackets, those yeah, oh. those Tony Stark. Right. You guys are loving your own stuff, and yeah. I'm saying that seriously. Like, no, I'm here for it. I'm I'm that human that wears all my own crap. Oh, yeah. So hey, I'm go, glad go I'm in screen. my tribe. Yeah, yeah. We we, we do swoon over yeah, our own you. swag. Um, I don't know. It's just so good. Because if we you. don't, yeah, yeah. It, it's got to be real. Personal endorsement yeah. starts with number one. So I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it. Speaking of that, is is your shirt? Is that your own phrase, or did you take that? From graceful somebody? disruption. Yes, you know we got, we just it. trademarked this. We trademarked tequila. Right. Trademark graceful disruption. Um, I don't know that anyone fully understands it. So that so that's my you know mission over the next one plus many years uh to fully execute the meaning however i went walking on the dog park i've talked about this people get turmeric and tequila and i i kind of don't know why and that sounds completely counterintuitive being a branding professional and then making it my brand however sometimes you just got to lean in again say yes to the moment know there's opportunity and we'll mm -hmm. we'll embrace the cost um but people just kind of get it. But graceful disruption, this was actually really happening before, um, you know, 2020 was happening. We saw this uprise with social issues. Uh, I'm fortunate to have, you know, a, a 
pretty diverse group of friends. Um, so I saw some of their experiences and I was like, okay, we got to disrupt a lot of what's going on. And, and particularly being a female in a male dominated world, athletically, professionally, having three brothers, mm. you know, I was big on to like, we've got to like disrupt social norms. And then 2020 happened. And I'm like, holy shit, we are right on time. Like we need, I'm here for a protesting and what have you, but I genuinely believe in the power of conversation and a graceful approach two things uh and grace is right up there with vulnerability for me where we're not always <laughs> the most graceful human so it's it's also a, a working on situation so you said you trademarked that yes. from a business standpoint um how was that process Oh, you know, it's just, it's like podcasting. You were constantly learning again, 40, you know, no, all you're learning is that you don't really know that much and we right. just stay humble to the game. Um, but get a good lawyer in your life. Always rule number one, young humans. And I mean, everyone get yeah. a good lawyer friend. Um, I have actually a, one of my childhood BFFs. Her husband is a lawyer and specializes in trademarking. Mm, sure. Uh, my, my tidbit of advice there is you can go online and do like a cheaper version and just pay, but I wouldn't, I would, I would consult with a lawyer yeah. it can cost you anywhere from i think it's like 300 bucks for a federal i mean a national trademark state trademarks are, are cheap but it's only good in the state so it's not going to do good long term if you're playing the long game right. um but it, it can get expensive but get somebody good and see if they can like hook you up if you're a, again a budding brand we're starting off new and do it right because you can there's online things you can do but it's yeah would, it gets messy it can get really messy yeah yeah we, we we've done the same and it's um it's, it's, it's seemingly easy on the surface, like creating an LLC. Like some people are like, how do I do that? Can I do it myself? Sure you can. $99. Yeah. 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 But if you try to do uh, registered and trademarks, uh, it, it, it will come back. It will come back because, um, even though you can, you can submit and put it, it you know, put it into the system. What's what you need the lawyer for is, is any, any challenges towards the trademark so then they will step to the plate and also recognize and find anybody that may be using your marks mm -hmm. and then they'll also defend the marks for you um and at the same time um you know just just keep a watchful eye uh, uh, on everything that's happening because yeah i'm with you we should talk more offline since we're we're sort of uh, landing this bird in a little bit but um yeah, what's a man? It's funny, Kristen. We've been together for I don't know how many months since since your first Podmax to now. Several. Yeah, yeah, and and I love that. We should probably honestly start dedicating this show to to our our peeps, right? Because then we get an opportunity to really take a deep dive in each other's. Yeah, I mean, Kristen, you're um you're a smart girl. You got a lot of intelligence up there, and <laughs> we don't really. Oh my gosh, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I say. <laughs> No, we've we've it's we've not had just our, your looks. We've had, <laughs> Come on, it's not just the Botox working. Well, yes. No, the B and B. I don't know what she said. She she used some acronym to do Botox and, and then bleach. bleach. What are you bleach and all this stuff? We, you know, I just use sun in now because there's a chemical conversation there as well. We, we just, well, it's, a more, it, it's a more natural. It's white, white tea and lemon. And it's really, it's great stuff. Um, but I'm actually here for like toxins in our environment. That That's a whole other podcast. Yes, uh, I just like to poke the bear on so many things. Cause I mean, yeah, it's not, exactly. not true. Um, yeah. But again, you know, the juxtaposition of being all things.
Well, what I meant by saying, yo, you're intelligent, girl. <laughs> what I meant was, what I meant was a follow-up. You got a brain in them looks. What I meant was a, uh, a follow-up to what Eric said, that having this opportunity really brings that out in an environment where it's just not passing through the PodMax day of event, yeah. for example, where it's like, hey, Kristen, good to see you again. Yeah, yeah. we love you. You love us. How's it going? And then we 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 blip, and then it's you know. Um, I mean, we've had many conversations. Uh, I've I've been on. Uh, you've been on my show, and and I think I'm scheduled to be on your show. So we've had that intimate, more direct dialogue. So I know how intelligent you are. I was just bringing it out and just <laughs> saying that. Um, let's let's let him flounder a little bit. More. I know. I still yeah, have how long do we let him go? <laughs> there's an admiration here. Is also what I'm getting at. That wow. No, it's fair. you know, I, that actually happens a lot. So I don't know if it is just like the blonde hair or what. And again, I also we put we put certain things out on social media. So like, you, I can't be surprised that something's coming. Um, but it's also funny because it, I mean, it, life is, you know, when life needs to be serious and, you know, a lot of times it doesn't need to be. So you can, you know, have a laugh and pull back and um, yeah. and recognize it. But no, I actually get that <laughs> good amount where I'm like, yes, I can read. It's not a big deal. I know. Uh, but <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I love I, I love the uh, the contradictory sort of yin and yang nature of your brands, um, you know, because it it, it it brings up a conversation. It's great. It's it's great to debate and it's great to talk about. And it makes sense. Like you said, people see it automatically and understand, oh, there's there's health, the you know, turmeric. And then there's the yeah, the, yeah wow. there's the, the weekend bender with the tequila. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what's your go to brand of tequila? Man, I got to be careful here because no one's sponsoring me yet. Um, no, I, <laughs> this no, might be the call out to them. Be be yeah, right? I love her <laughs> capitalistic nature. <laughs> you got to again. You got to recognize the game. Yeah, um, and actually, exactly. I will say with the trademark, that's a good like universe practice of like you're anticipating it will get big. So yes. while you're like forking up the money and time and energy, it's I do think it's a good mindful practice to put it out there because you're uh, literally putting money behind the belief. So that's mm -hmm. good and it's a good business move. But um, you know, I like I'm actually pretty simple as far as some of those things like i don't need big fancy stuff you know costing me those guys they're good but they're you know multi hundred million dollar situation where I, I like the the upper and comers so um even like luna azul which is like not that expensive but tequila it's 100 percent agave i'm a blanco drinker which is also the cheapest of the three um so and it actually burns clear there's many angles mm -hmm. but in a nutshell usually if it's 100 percent agave and blanco i'm pretty good like i am pretty mm -hmm. open-minded and i like trying out these new brands there's a couple brands that are like women owned and they've sourced women run agave factories in mexico wow. so wow. i love the story behind the brand yes. alongside the taste uh because yeah. i think those intentional purchases as consumers are actually really impacting so i just enjoy the flavor mm. a little bit more i'm getting the impression that when we are really back in person and it's right on our calendar to do a live in-person podmax event we should partner that with you and a whole tequila tasting after Hello. I mean, right? That that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think brands honestly would be open to it, and we do a lot of that with Kale Alliance, my consulting company. Or we'll reach out, and you'll be surprised how some of these big dogs are open-minded to mm. situations like that, and they actually need it because yeah. they're on the trend-setting tip, but they don't know what to do. And these are like exactly. phenomenal, you know, authentic opportunities. Um, and we'll I come like out to Colorado for that. Yeah. Uh, Come out anytime, please. I have this little mini studio. It's very humble space, but with COVID, it's been shut down. So I'm I'm yeah. itching to have some humans in the mix here and uh, to converse in person. 
Well, we're putting it onto the universe. We'll be taking a trip when the time is right to Colorado. Certainly. Yes. Where in Colorado are you? Denver. We're, I'm like right, oh, out, yeah, Denver. Um, right outside of uh, about 10 minutes, 10, 12 minutes outside of Denver, but right wow. in North Denver. I have wow. family in Denver and in Boulder. So oh, it's very, okay. it works out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get a family trip too. So yeah, yeah so so hopefully um, we'll see you again on December fourth because that is our next PodMax event. What's going on that day, Josh? Carey. What's going on that day? It's our ninth. I said ninth PodMax event. Uh, Chris Doe will be uh, our keynote, who is a sales and mar marketing Jedi, as he calls himself. He's really going to be also taking us through a lot of role playing for helping all of us understand how to increase our value, our worth, and how to communicate that mm -hmm. to clients. Any one of us who have ever dealt with clients, we know the fear of, oh, my pricing too high? Yeah. Are they going to balk? Should I give them a discount? All that nonsense. And he's going to for nice. 90 minutes help us all through that. Oh, plus you get yourself booked like that on three shows as a podcast guest. So it's going to be our ninth time doing it. We're doing them every four to six weeks for a reason. We've identified that it seems to work. It works for us. It works for the show hosts like Kristen, who's returning again and again. And it returns for the attendees who want to better understand and help identify your message, practice and rehearse that message and communicate and dominate that message in advance. So when December 4th comes, we have already helped you do all that through our pre-training calendar for you. And then on December 4th, you show up, you have a blast, and then you record on the shows. Is there anything uh, out of context, Kristen, that I am uh, not saying that is accurate? You've been part of the crew enough times. Is this a great representation of the day? Yes, my computer just cut out a little bit, but I, I think I know what you said. You uh, know what I said. Yeah, I, I think this is a phenomenal opportunity. I really appreciate you guys allowing me to come to the platform, uh, share a little bit more of my background because like you do, you guys attract, as I always say, all of these incredible varsity humans. Everyone has this really in-depth, unique perspective and journey that's worthy of sharing. So um, that's why I've shown up time and time again. It's worth my time and energy and it's a true blessing for me to be in the mix because uh, this is a really quality group of humans and it's it's people you want to be like so that's what i'd say about podmax if 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 you like these dudes and you like what they do their energy and their heart it's a place you want to be podmax.co is your ticket right now yo tickets are going now people are actually already uh filling the seats Absolutely. which is awesome always awesome to see uh so yeah, if you love and you want to know more about uh, Kristen Tumor Tequila, she'll be there. You'll get an opportunity potentially to be on her show if you sign up. So, you know, let's 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 throw your hat in the ring and see what happens. Maybe maybe she'll she'll want to talk to you. Oh, I'm I'm sure she will. So, look at look out for it coming to you. It's on all uh, podcast platforms, Tumor and Tequila, as well as the On Air Brands podcast, which you're listening to live. So yeah, until then, we'll see you next week. Same time, same bad channel. Kristen, hang out. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit after the show. So. And happy birthday. Happy birthday. Enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah, Thank celebration. You guys. Ciao. You are now tuned in to the On Air Brands Podcast.
Hello, this is Josh McCowan, CEO of Viva May Hospitality and the beautiful Renault Resort Winery. I have to tell you, the secret's out. And the secret is On Air Brands. On Air Brands Creative Agency, which specializes in launching podcasts, transforming live events into live streaming events, and social media marketing soup to nuts. On Air Brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business, reach out to On Air Brands today. That's onairbrands.com. Yes, onairbrands.com.